death is all around us. We are not afraid. Written is the story. Empty is the grave. This Dust by Kip Fox. You were supposed to snap. Oh, so well, you didn't tell me that. Yeah. Well, good morning, Warriors. <laughs> and thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Worship Warrior Podcast. I'm Michael Zapata. And I'm Anna Lara. And this is episode six of Connected. Let's get right into it. Great. How are you doing today? I'm doing really, really good. We have a heavy topic today. I feel like we always have some kind of heavy topic, you know? Yeah, but I think this one's the heaviest This one we're, topic of them all. So if you heard my, uh, well, not my song, it's a, it's a song reference that I said in the intro by this guy named Kip Fox. And basically, we're talking about death today. Death, grief, and of course, hope. So yeah, stick around for that. But before we get into the topic today, I did want to highlight you. Because you just got done with an interview. Oh, yeah, I did. How do you feel about that? I got a job interview at a preschool. Oh, almost sounded like you were say job. Oh, no. <laughs> just I got a job at a job interview. I got a job at a job interview. I got a job interview at a preschool. Yay. Yeah, and I went in and it was great. Uh, I think it went well. And we talked about psychology, mm-hmm. which was great. Yeah, that's um, awesome. At, yeah, and I have a meeting with a kindergartner teacher tomorrow mm-hmm. where I will read a book to a couple of kids. Wow. And from there, they're going to see if they like me. Yeah. And then I'm going to see if I get hired or not. <laughs> well, that's that's actually amazing. I'm, I'm very excited for you because I know you've really wanted to work mm-hmm. in this field like especially lately and i know you've been actively looking for a little bit now so yeah congratulations nothing's happened yet but i do believe that if this doesn't work out something else will but from the sound of the interview it sounds like they really loved you so that's good i know i i I would get to be a preschool (coughs) teacher that's super cool how cool is that and then so you said tomorrow you have to read a book right yeah tomorrow i have to read a book to the kids well today's your lucky day because i'm gonna give you some practice because we're actually gonna read the bible today you always give me some practice (laughs) And today's practice is going to be you reading the Bible because our scripture that we're going to talk about to today, talk about from today, however you say that, is from... Talk f- about today. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was trying to add too many words. Is from First Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18. So if you could pull that up for me. Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind, who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. According to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, and will trumpet call of God. And so will the trumpet call of God. And, and with the, the dead, trumpet call of no, God. No, it says, oh yeah. And with the <laughs> trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. 
After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together. <laughs> That's what it says. Together. We'll be caught up together. That's what I said. You said together. <laughs> yeah, you I broke did. it up. I know. <laughs> with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Very nice. You made me nice. nervous. I know I did with the with saying that this was your practice round. Right? I know you made me. But nervous. see, I did that for a reason. Now you're gonna kill it tomorrow. You got the the, <sighs> the bad read. It wasn't even that bad. You got the mess ups out the way. You're gonna be fine tomorrow. They're kids. They're kids. It's fine. What happens when we die? Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, man? We go to heaven. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's a question for everybody. I'm curious to see what what other people believe because I know yeah. not everybody believes there is a heaven. I used to believe that there was nothing. That you, that's true. Talk about how that was. I used when you. I was atheist. The hardest thing, converting from Christianity atheism, was dang. What happens when I die then? Yeah. And I had to accept that nothing happens <coughs> when I die. Interesting. You say you had to accept that. Yeah. How, how did it you was go a that? it was a big like jump for me and then once i did that jump i was like okay i'm atheist forever now yeah there's no going back because i had accepted it it's a scary thing to accept it was yeah. very overwhelming yeah. i had to sit there and think about like not existing right because that's what atheist atheism believes is like once you die that's it so you just sit there and you contemplate your own existence and like what it would even mean to not exist anymore and then it's like you just accept that nothing. It means nothing because you won't, you won't know. That's, <laughs> that's heavy. It was uh, pretty. It was pretty intense. That's rough, man. So yeah. you just gotta accept that there will be no more you. It's yeah. like that. Um, it's like that scene in The Good Place. You've seen that show, yeah. right? If you've seen The Good Place, I highly recommend it. But whenever they tell Michael, who is like this, uh, immor- like immortal demon. Mm-hmm. that he could potentially die if they were found out and they get him to like think of him without like not existing you seen that scene where he's like no more yeah me yeah and he goes into like an existential crisis yeah. <laughs> it's that rough man yeah it? it was really rough yeah yeah and the, but then once i did it once i accepted <clears throat> it i was like okay you know this yeah. is it for me yeah well i mean that's but look at me now Look in a know. Christian podcast. Look at that. And you are a Christian now. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. First time, and I am also a Christian. Because you said there was no going back, but yeah, there yeah. was going the, back. There was a going back for me. So how about that? For yeah. everyone. God had a little rope tied to you. You didn't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's interesting, man. Uh, so I wanted to kind of talk. Uh, I want to talk about the passage, but I, I want to change it up a little bit. I want to do that a little bit later because I feel like this is a topic that it, it's relatable probably more so than anything else we've talked about in the show because it's something that if you haven't experienced it yet you will there you yeah. know and it's just it's one of those things that's a part of life and it's unavoidable unfortunately yeah and then in some cases like well, as a christian it's fortunately you know that, that's the confusing thing about it but we'll get more into that um but yeah let's i want to start with you word word how is your experience with death and grief and eventually hope? How is that? What What is one thing you can point to in your life where that was in effect? That's like really hard. It is. So so share what you want to. There's no pressure. Share whatever. It's like really yeah. hard yeah. because 
wow losing someone you love is so hard yeah because they're dead yeah you know i remember my mom because so my mom's not dead but yeah that's what it sounded like sorry but she told because we experienced a family death we're all really close especially the cousins our cousins and um we had a loss where it was someone who was right in the middle so Mm. he was like an older kid but very much still a younger kid so he touched like everyone's lives his name was polito well his name was leopoldo but polito was cuter (laughs) and so his name was polito and he passed uh pretty young 18 or 19 (laughs) <laughs> super young either super way super young either way which is, which is crazy to fathom you know very sad yeah it was around two years ago and when he passed my mom uh we were talking it was very sad very sad week and she was like it kind of feels like he just disappeared like mm-hmm. he's here one day and then all of a sudden he's not here and there's all his clothes and his toys and he, it just feels like he disappeared. But what, like, you can't put up missing posters, you know? Like, right? You can't. You're not gonna find him. He's, he's That's gone. Hard. That's hard. Yeah, yeah. And so when I think of death, <coughs> I mostly think of like, some someone's missing. Someone's gone missing. That's what it feels like. It just you can't wrap your head around the fact that they're just gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. It's hard. It's devastating. Absolutely. So, so you talked about that. How was? How long did the grieving process last? Or how long ago was this? Two. It was around two years ago. Okay. So I, it's still pretty fresh. It's, to be honest with you. Yeah. You yeah. Um, it's definitely a loss that the entire family can feel. You know, Polito was. I think we all agree he was definitely the sweetest one, out of all of us. Like, purest heart biggest smile weirdly super strong <laughs> weirdly um, super strong yeah he could beat any one of us up yeah um he was so sweet so funny and um it the family is still very much grieving you know yeah um <coughs> whenever we get together which is a lot cuz we're mexican <laughs> You know, you you kind only Mexicans yeah. get together. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, you you can you can sense that you know someone's not there. Mm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you kind of like before. My mom talked about this too. Is before you hear all the kids screaming and everything, and every once in a while you hear Polito's voice, mm. but now it's just like not. You just don't hear that anymore, and you never thought that it was like gonna make such a huge difference like just the fact that you don't hear this one specific voice in the commotion of family gatherings mm-hmm. it was pretty devastating yeah how did you find <sighs> hope in that because you know we're talking about all three of those aspects mm-hmm. obviously death comes yeah and the grief comes right after yeah and unfortunately some people don't ever get to the hope yeah so how did you get there as a family so there's something weirdly spiritual about death, right? Well, I don't, it's not weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> There's something very spiritual about death. Um, and I think for us, it, um, it really tied us together even more so. Um, my aunt, Morin, her son, was Polito. Mm-hmm. 
she was so strong and i think to see hope in her she probably didn't even like realize how strong she was um was really like insane because her son had passed and she was still like kind of comforting people and you know, she was so strong like she decided to donate his organs and even at his memorial she was like without a doubt um i i am sad but i know he's with god now and that brings me peace and i think that that's like insane you know she didn't she like just stood there and said that so strongly and it's like i was an atheist at the time and it was like the most ground shaking thing mm -hmm. that i ever experienced mm -hmm. there's like the spirituality of having someone you love pass and then coping with the fact that you're never seeing them again when you're atheist because mm -hmm. i was atheist yeah. um it was just insane and i I didn't even know I had hope until I saw it in my family who was very Christian, who are very Christian. Mm -hmm. And that was crazy. It obviously reflected, like Jesus definitely reflected in their lives. And I just didn't know what it was. But I know that it was also taking care of me. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It's a hard thing and it definitely... And I mean, I, I've heard you talk about this story, you know, many times, but, you know, for the for your first time hearing it, uh, it it's just, you know, you can, it's really relatable because, you know, my grandfather passed. And yeah. so I have experience with that as well. Yeah. And, and you know, so that was hard. And yeah. that's the hardest death I've had to cope with. And then to think about someone at 19 who was a cousin is just. That, that's. <laughs> that's rough and then you also have to think about someday you have to do your parents death Ugh. yeah right yeah. <laughs> siblings death siblings death Ugh, that's what sorry another side <coughs> note really quick yeah my cousin Mari, marisol p genesis you know genesis. yeah 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 oh my god she super strong it was it was her brother who had passed mm -hmm. super strong daniel too i it was so hard for everyone i can't even imagine it being your sibling right do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Like, I can't even wrap my head around it. Like, it's... It's tough. It's I, tough. I, I can't, you know, and, and for those who do know what it's like, um, you know, just there is no easy way to, to comfort that, I don't feel like. And there's just all you can do is just be there and listen for them and listen to what they need because there is going to be a lot of things they go through. We're going to talk about it later in the show. Yeah. Uh, Anna, you wanted to talk about kind of the psychology of what happens the people after a death after they experience that um mainly just for the grieving part not for the actual person who who did die because i mean we'll never know we never really know until we get there but yeah. you know as christians we believe that we do go to heaven short recap <laughs> my grandfather passed away it's been about three years now it was very very hard on the family uh but it was one of those things that it was it, it we saw it coming because he was getting older right mm-hmm but I, I'm a firm believer to this day that even when you're prepared, you can't prepare for a death. Yeah. Because when it happens, and I, and I was there when it happened, um, it doesn't really click until a little bit later. And then when it hits you, it hits you pretty hard. Yeah. And then you go through all the stages, and then you, 
eventually hold him to the hope. I was holding on to the hope that I'm going to see him again. And he's still here in a lot of our memories. The car I drive is still is the one that he gave me. It yeah. was his car for a very long time. He wanted me to have it. He gave it to me. It's it's what I have of him. And so it's really nice to, you know, to have that memory every time I go out and drive, even though it's a really dangerous car. It is so dangerous. <laughs> even though it's a really dangerous car and puts me into a lot of bad situations. Thank you, Papa, because I wouldn't have any wills otherwise. <laughs> so I'm really grateful for that. I want to get more into this before we do that. I do want to make a transition. Thank you for your story. And I want to go on to your fun fact because we need to lighten up the mood here. Knowing Anna, though, (laughs) your last couple of fun facts have been not so fun. They've been more. They've been interesting. Yeah. You're doing great. Thank you. Really good. Thank you. But come on, girl. <laughs> They're so sad. Okay. Oh, what do you this got for is us? not going to be good. Oh, no. Here we Wait, go. we need the transition music. Oh, I'm sorry. Shaker, please. Because it's time for Anna's Fun Facts of the Day. Give it to me. What do you got? About 1,500. No, wait. Sorry. <laughs> I see About... scrolls on the screen. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. About 153,000 people worldwide die every day. Wow. But around double that number are born every day. Hello, population problem. I'm about to say, that's... So we just even out every no. day. What is that? Like That's like bouncing a oh, book. We do. We, we do. do. We do. Because yeah. 158,000 die. And about the same And then double comes back. So we... we re- no, but we recover the people who died and then we get 158 more. What? What did you say? Because 158 mil- million thousand people die. Okay. So, subtract. And then we get that plus another 158. Oh, because double. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why it yeah. evens out. Yeah. We cover oh, the death. No, it doesn't even out. It, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have yeah, more because yeah. we cover the death. They don't die, too. Wow. We cover the people who died and then we get another 158,000. This is an issue. This is why traffic Come on, is so Michael. Bad. You work with loans. <laughs> I work with numbers, but I have calculators for a reason. <laughs> you know, that that is a big issue uh, with the population. The population. There, there's a lot of people here. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of people Guys, here. Guys, just chill out. Just chill out. We have enough babies. <laughs> We're okay. They're so cute, though. Nah, nah. <laughs> I, I don't like... Uh, it's not that I don't like babies. It sounds like you don't like babies. Prefer, prefer not to hang out with them, you know? Prefer not to hang out with them personally, you know? And that's, that's not so weird. No, that's not I weird. think it's weirder when you do want to hang out with a baby. Personally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you mean okay? That's true. <laughs> anyway. Thank you for that somber fact. I'm going to change your second to... It is to a fun fact. And a somber fact. It's day. just, I want them to be related to the topics. <laughs> and lately the topics have been pretty somber. Is that such a hate crime? No, it's not. It's not a hate crime. It's uh. You're doing a good job. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I do enjoy this part of the show every time it comes up. But we will move on. So thank you so much for uh, that transition. Let's go ahead and bring it back down to... Uh, nope. <laughs> it's a fun song. Let's get back into the passage. There was one verse specifically I wanted to talk about. I didn't want to get too much into this 
there was basically just uh well we read it earlier so you understand here we go so i just wanted to read that first verse again and really talk about it so it says brothers and sisters we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death so that you do not grieve like the rest of you do not so that you, oh i messed up too like you did earlier so <laughs> that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope that's what we're talking about today word so what okay i found that very it stood out to me when i first read it because i was thinking oh so we don't grieve question mark yeah but that's not what it's saying is it absolutely you're gonna grieve it's part of the process even jesus wept over lazarus when he died even though he knew he was coming back right so it's not a sin to cry no, nobody ever said that. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I'm just letting you oh, guys know. you're just letting know. people know it's not you're right. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel angry mm-hmm. at God in this situation. He's understanding of your feelings. What it says is that when you do grieve, don't do so with a hopeless heart, but instead have hope. Okay? Be sad. Be angry even. Mm-hmm. But know that this story's not over, right? Remember that this person, hopefully, not in all cases, was a believer in Christ, right? Yeah. And that they're in a better place. And then there's that interesting thing of like, if God wants to save everybody, why doesn't he wait until everybody's saved before he takes them? You know? Yeah. It's a hard question. That is a hard question. What do you think about that? I don't know. You kind of just threw that out of nowhere. It <laughs> <laughs> well, like literally just popped in my head. It a hard it's tough. Oh, I will say that this is kind of tying it into that. So, um, yeah. And so basically this passage is all about hope, really. It's about, you know, death not being the end, right? It's a tragic thing. It's a tragic thing to, to think about, to deal with. Uh, but as a Christian, you know that there's more afterwards. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that it's more of like a starting point, you know, to live uh, is Christ, to die is gain. That's a verse in the Bible somewhere. I can't quote where it is, but I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> To die is gain, right? Um, well, then why do people die so young? Aww. I have an example of that. So this just broke. I didn't plan to talk about this because it just happened. As of recording date, it happened today. When this comes out, it'll be a, a, a week old news. Mm-hmm. We're recording this a week in advance. But there was a NFL football player. So we have to talk about this. Yeah. It just broke out that an NFL football player... Uh, that was 22 years, that is 22 years old, was involved in a DUI drunk crash that unfortunately ended in a fatality of not him. Mm-hmm. And either way, it'd be unfortunate. Just the fact that he was drunk. And the report, this is, this is facts now, the report is he was going way over 100 miles an hour. Yeah. And he um, had a passenger... And he was way over the limit. And he rear-ended this car. And unfortunately, a 23-year-old woman passed away with her dog. The dog died The too. dog died too. I know, it makes it even worse. <laughs> that the dog also hey. passed away. This happened at 3 a.m. around that time. So uh, that something like that doesn't make sense for me. It's such a tragic story, and it's one that affects everybody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, my prayers go out to the family of the victim. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about all that situation, though? Like the situation or the yeah. question? The situation first. That's sad. What do you mean? 
Well, like, what are your thoughts? Like, that's sad. <laughs> that's so sad. Yeah. Um, drunk driving is such a reckless thing to do. You know, there's more people out in the world yep. than you. Mm-hmm. Henry Ruggs the third. And statistically, most of the time, the drunk driver survives. Right. Why is that? Why because they're this? drunk. Oh. Oh, you tell me that. Yeah. Is it because they're pain tolerant? It's like because that? for some reason. There's not enough studies on it, but drunk people just like can survive more. Mm-hmm. I think it's something to do with the adrenaline. Mm-hmm. They're like drunk. They're like, because you've seen drunk people just like fall and tumble and like yeah. do cartwheels and like crack their head in half, but they still survive. <laughs> yes. That's because something about the alcohol that just kind of protects them for a little bit, which is so weird. That's, just, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, drunk drivers are the ones to survive. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean that's just going back to the story a little bit. Yeah, um, it just reminded me today that like life is really fleeting because both these people are my age, around my age. Yeah, and just like that, two lives were one was taken and one was changed forever. Yeah, and it reminds me, and I hopefully it reminds the people listening that you are not guaranteed another second on this earth. You're not guaranteed that your life will be the same as it was in the morning. Yeah, you know, one mistake, one bad choice, and then in some cases, one thing out of your control that happens to you is it, and we never know when that's going to happen. So that's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> that's you know, I just thank God every day for another you know another chance to live and another yeah. chance to you know just be out here doing what I love, right? And then it puts into perspective things you don't want to do. At least you get to do them. Yeah. In the first place, you know. But, you know, it's rough. That's sad. It is sad. It's a horrible situation. It's a horrible situation. Well, it's kind of like what we talk about, like, the whole, like, why do good things happen to bad people? Yes. It's kind of like, why do people die young? Exactly. Kind of thing. And me and Michael have talked about it. And that was the hardest thing for me to even try to understand. And I think we came down to free will. Mm-hmm. Some of the, some of the things you can't control, right? You you get like terminal illness, right? Just sad things like that. It's not, but I think this is a perfect example <coughs> of free will yeah. affecting other people. Yeah, and how it is a gift that God gave us, but because everyone gets it equally, people are going to choose wrong things. And unfortunately, it has side effects. It has a ripple effect that it's not fair uh, in some cases, but well, I guess I, I would say it's not. Yeah, it's not fair. Mm-hmm. It really isn't. But it is just in the way of God because of the gift he's given us in the first place. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cause he's given us the gift of free will and it's not fair, but sometimes it's abused. And then unfortunately, yeah. things happen like this. Yeah, because I ask, like, all the time you ask, like, why would God allow this to happen? Mm -hmm. And it's not that God allowed it to happen. God didn't say, okay, this is going to happen now. He doesn't control us like that. Like, you're going to do this now, and this person's going to get, like, Mm -hmm. shot, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. It's more of, like, God gave all of us free will. Yes. That's his gift to us, and because of that, we get to choose. And it's heartbreaking. And it's heartbreaking, but some people are going to choose wrong, you know? We're human. Yeah. And it's going to affect people who shouldn't be affected at all. Mm-hmm. So then what happens to those uh, 
like you said, you brought up terminal illness. You brought yeah. up things out of anybody's control. control. Yeah. Is God playing a role there? I have no idea. <laughs> you uh, don't know about that? No, one? because Polito yeah. died because of medical yeah. issues, which mm-hmm. is crazy because he was 19 mm-hmm. or 18. Mm-hmm. But he died because of a medical thing. <coughs> yeah. And that's crazy because nobody came in and shot him, you know? Yeah. Nobody did anything. He just. It literally was a normal, unexpected day in the morning. It wasn't in the hospital or anything before. Was it in the hospital or anything? Just gone. Mm-hmm. And where's the sense in that, right? Where's the sense in that? I, I don't understand that part. <laughs> either. And um, I will say this as a Christian. I believe that God always has a better plan. That's a horrible thing to say to someone when grieving, by the way. I don't. I know. I, you know what I mean? It is a horrible thing to say. <laughs> But I know Morin has talked about it, and she thinks that, from what I heard, um, that it was more of a, like, protection thing. Yeah. Like... I've heard that, too. Yeah. Like, uh, God was protecting him from something that was going to happen, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I've heard cases... I've read about this a little bit, and on this, I will say, like... My opinion is that I will never fully wrap my head around it because I'm not God. But I have, <laughs> but I have heard people say, it's kind of to what you were just saying right now, mm-hmm. is that sometimes like an early death, like especially of an infant, of somebody who's pure, yeah, uh, maybe God is preserving their soul because something they were going to do was going to derail their relationship mm-hmm. with him. And then as a Christian, you will never understand. I mean, sorry, as a non-Christian, as a, yeah. you will never understand that, right? Because... Uh, there is no this is just it right this, there is no after yeah as a christian it makes a little more sense even though it's still difficult because it's, it's so like hard. okay because the ultimate purpose is to be with him maybe he saved this person from making that fatal mistake that would cause him to not be with god in the end yeah you know and yeah. that's just a speculation because to be honest with you we'll never fully understand that and then it's a whole thing of like, well, this is why religion was made in the first place, to make sense of death, to make yeah. sense of things like this. And so what if it's not real? I do believe that our religion, I do believe that God's real. I do believe in all of that. Um, and it's, it's one of those things that I will never truly understand. Until you're dead. Yeah. So yeah. that covers death. Yeah. Grief. I know you had something prepared, so I kind of want you to get a hold of this segment and just kind of run with it. Yeah. You know, make it your own, you know? Okay. So... If you've ever heard, why are you holding my hand? Oh, oh my gosh. Hands are really cold. I know. You're really warm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> if you've if you've ever heard of the five stages of grief, <clears throat> that is what we're going to be talking about. Michael, really quick, what are the five stages of grief? Oh man, I was kind of cheating. I was reading I know, it. I know. That's why I covered it. What are the five stages of grief? Is the first one grief? No. <laughs> <laughs> is the first one <laughs> Uh, denial and don't go by order just say just say all of them oh just say them denial denial anger acceptance uh um uh come on come on come on come on come on come on denial anger acceptance yeah or you can give up no okay but your podcast dun 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 dun
Move me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it. I give okay, up. Okay, <laughs> okay. So the five stages of grief are oh. denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. I did know those. Um, so think of it kind of like grief is one big circle. Mm-hmm. And in this circle are going to be all your little different stages. Also, just to not to cut into your segment, because I told you to make it your own. You literally, yeah, I'm whatever. sorry. No, go Why off. is everything in psychology a circle or a rhombus or a square? It's never a straight line. Because I hear that all the time. No, 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 no. False. There's a the lot of straight no, lines in psychology. Those, everything's like a There's a lot of straight lines. <laughs> There's a lot of straight lines in psychology. everything go this way. <laughs> <laughs> it's all got to be a circle. <laughs> There's a lot of straight lines in psychology. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Think of it as grief is one big circle, and you have all your little circles inside. So... And there's no, there's an order to it, right? But obviously everyone experiences grief differently, and none of these have a timeline. So, you know, you could be in denial for six years. That just is something that you go through, right? Can you go backwards? You can go backwards. Are you serious? Yes. I was just saying that. No, you can <laughs> you can go backwards. Grief is <clears throat> is a very like personal experience for everyone. I meant like, can you start at acceptance and then just go? You backwards? can. I don't think you, any. If you ever start <laughs> an acceptance, that's crazy because that's <laughs> that's Sorry, wild. Yeah, yeah. You hear that somebody said, and you go, "All right, that's just keep it. going." Yeah, well, well, don't psychopaths do that. <laughs> Yeah, psychopaths. Yeah. So the first one is denial. And also the grief, the five stages of grief isn't just for death. It's just grief in general. Mm. You're going through a divorce. Oh. You're, you, your child says, never talk to my mom again, leaves the house. Well, it's because grief is a loss of something. Grief is a loss of something, right? And so the first one is denial. You know, it did, it, it's not real. It didn't happen. Yeah. I don't know. I went through denial for a long time when Bolito died. I think like it's not until now that I just passed the denial stage. If I'm really? being really honest, really? yeah, I think like a couple months back. Mm-hmm. In my head, I'm like, he's some part of me still thinks that he's here. Uh, Did you have a denial stage? You know, and again, mine. <sighs> it's still grief. It's still grief. Absolutely, I yeah. was. It was such an like. Again, it was expected. Mm-hmm. In a way, we had time to mm-hmm. prepare for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my dial didn't dial. My denial mm-hmm. wasn't too long of a stage. Mm-hmm. I would say it definitely. I remember going through it. Yeah, it was brief, uh, but I remember just like I said, it didn't hit me right away. That's yeah. what I felt like denial was. I was just like, no, nah, like that's not true. I know, like you know? yeah, it wasn't like I don't think I was really dramatic with it. I just think I just it, I couldn't fathom the it. idea. Yeah, yeah. Then there's anger. I can't believe this is happening. Why is this happening? This is so stupid. You're angry at the person who died. You're angry at God. You're angry at everyone who tells you that it's going to be okay. You're just angry. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I think I went through that stage. That stage for me was the smallest. And I think I think it's because of the denial stage. I was there for so long that when I was angry, I was already kind of like I was a Christian and and I had already kind of studied death and I was angry for a second. And then I was like, you know, really? yeah, I wasn't as angry, which is crazy because if you know me, I have a very angry personality sometimes. You do not have an angry personality. <laughs> I'm a very angry person, um, <laughs> but it was pretty, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought anger was going to be my worst stage. Yeah. 
<clears throat> and then it kind of just bounced off. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because of Jesus. Absolutely. I would say the same for me, to be honest yeah. with you. Uh, I, I feel like God really got me through this. I think if I was without Christ and if I didn't know that my grandpa, uh, Papa, went to heaven. Because, I mean, I know without a doubt he's there because mm-hmm. he wasn't a, a devout Christian pastor. Yeah. Uh, you know, raised his kids well and, and was always there for us. A- absolutely, you know, amazing person, amazing man. Everybody will say the same thing. Yeah. Um. Uh, so anger wasn't really long either. I do remember. I think I was. It was more dealing with the fallout for me, seeing the divide in family, mm. and then also seeing how hard it was for my grandma. Uh, yeah. because now she had no one. So she moved in with us for a little bit right after, obviously we, we couldn't, you know, she her. couldn't be alone. Um, and that was hard. Yeah. And I remember just thinking of this, the situation in general made me angry at times, but again, it was, it was a pretty brief stage. It was just very difficult dealing with the aftermath of everything, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then it's bargaining. And this is why I say every grief is different. And there's not a certain, like, denial, anger, bargaining. Because I bargained a lot in the beginning. When I saw... What does that mean exactly? You're like, okay, you know, God, if you do, if uh, if you just bring him back, this is what I'll do. Mm. Like, um, or in a, diver- in a divorce thing, right? You're like, okay, like, if, if we can stay together, then this is the things that I'll do. You're bargaining, right? You're, mm-hmm. Your last-ditch attempt to make it unhappen mm-hmm. but that's impossible yeah you can't bring back someone from the dead unless you're jesus christ um mm. you know yeah and so i a lot in the it, a, it was a lot in the beginning for me because i would see him in the bed right and he had already passed and i remember thinking like god you know just I don't talk to you. <laughs> I don't even believe in you. <laughs> yeah. um, if you could please just, <clears throat> if you bring him back like right now, <coughs> he had already passed, but because of the organ thing, it felt like he was still there. It oh, felt like he was yeah. still alive. Um, so I was like, God, like I don't talk to you. I'm not even a Christian anymore. But like, if you do this for me, if you bring him back, if you just make yeah. him move, make him talk, um, I'll con- I'll convert. I will be the best Christian ever. Like I'll yeah. start missionaries. Like I will do anything. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. that's your bargaining. Missionaries, huh? Yeah. No, that's your bargaining. Yeah. Like yeah. I just remember squeezing his hand and just being like, God, if you just make his hand move, like I will. I'm. I will serve you. Like I don't even believe in you, but just something. You know, you just yeah. want something to happen. Um, but it doesn't. Yeah. And that's the bargaining stage. And I think that was the hardest stage for me personally. Really? That was the hardest stage? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Yeah. Because again, I really feel like, <clears throat> I'll just reiterate this again, you know, <laughs> that that my, pro- it feels like my process was a blur at this point. Yeah. This happened, you know, it happened in 2018. So it's 2021 now. So it's still kind of fresh. Yeah. But I, I was just so peaceful because of who he was. Yeah. Because of we had God. I again I was just we I was just more worried and praying for my family. Yeah. And for for you know my mom and for everybody to, you know, hold it together and for everybody to come together. Yeah. And, you know, there was a couple of, you know, there was a couple of circumstances Situations? that happened. There you go, that's the word. 
situations that happened afterwards that I wish didn't. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where I bargained more is, is you know, just because I know if he was here, it wouldn't have been happening. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it, that was it was just hard to cope as a family. Yeah. You know, losing even though he had been, you know, sick for a while. Now he was really gone. So that's. That's kind of your leader. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for our my mom's side of the family. Like the glue. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That was tough. I love you. OK, I love you, okay. too. <laughs> OK, and then good old fashioned depression. Yes. Is the fourth stage. You've denied, you've been angry, you bargained. The bargain didn't work. So obviously, what are you going to feel when it's not happening? Depression. You're going to feel sad. Um, It's so weird, though, because I feel like when someone dies, the whole thing is just depressed. You're just sad yeah. the entire time, you yeah. know? And that's why I think this is like the last stage. Um, Because we've talked something a little bit about like this, but not really this particular topic. Um, so you have all your layers, right? <coughs> yeah. You have your denial, your anger, your bargain, depression. And under everything is depression. So during your denial, you're, you're sad. During your anger, your anger is fueled by sadness. During your bargaining, you're bargaining because you're sad, right? And so you're peeling all these layers off, and now you're just left with the sadness, the mm. depression. Mm. And now that's like the underlying big thing you have to face is that mm. someone you love is gone. Mm-hmm. And that is heartbreaking, you know, and mm-hmm. you have to face that you have to feel that. And when you're grieving, you have to let it all out. Yeah, absolutely. You have to. If that's crying, if that's screaming, if that's, you know, blowing bubbles, blowing bubbles, <laughs> um, whatever it is, you have to. And it can happen years from the situation. It could happen months. It could happen days. Um, but really? so can you go through this like super quickly as a person? Yeah, you can. I don't hmm. see why not. I was going <laughs> to say, I wonder if there's like a world record for like quick is grief. Yeah. <laughs> <Quickest> grief. <laughs> That's messed up. So yeah, depression. <laughs> yeah, depression. Mm-hmm. I do remember that one. Yeah. I don't remember when it happened. My, my timelines are always fuzzy with that, but yeah, but it's good. It's yeah. okay. I do remember, um, uh, it, it didn't last long, but I I remember when I fully accepted. Oh, I guess that's the next that's one. That's not yet. Sorry, I, I spoiled it. Don't skip ahead. When I was getting close to the last step, <laughs> um, all that was left to do was to cry. Yeah, and I remember that's exactly what I did. Yeah, because I was like, this is officially it. Yeah, there is the you know there is no more there's no more this person here on this earth. Yeah. So let's think about that for a second. I just cried. Yeah. I remember that. That's good. Yeah, thank you. It's good yeah. that you cried. It was tough, man. And I, I think it, it hit me. Um, I, w- I want to say I was in college. So I was definitely alone uh, because I don't think I ever really talked to my family about this. Yeah. So, or not much. So that that was definitely, I feel like it happened out of nowhere, you know? Yeah. More of like, and it, it didn't last long, maybe a day or two. Yeah. And, uh. But I do remember that. I remember that strong feeling of, okay. He's gone. He's gone. So let's let it out. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. And the last <laughs> stage. 
And the last stage is acceptance, right? Yeah, yeah. But don't get me wrong. Just because you accept it doesn't mean you can't feel sad anymore. Obviously, it's sad. Just because you accept it doesn't mean you can't feel angry sometimes. Obviously, you're going to get angry. <coughs> yeah. You know? Um, acceptance. That's rough. I once once I let it out, you know, I kind of don't feel like I've ever let it out. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I I don't feel like I've accepted it. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> but I don't feel like I've accepted it, mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna sit here and pretend. But yeah, you have. I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did accept it, and you know there are a lot of times where you still get sad. Yeah. And I can still get choked up talking about them sometimes. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's videos that pop up. I remember hearing him sing is something that I can never really do again live. I'm yeah. getting choked up a little bit. <laughs> so that that's hard. Um, but we still have videos and memories of that. And so, yeah, you know, I 100% have accepted it. But I will, I will tell you right now, Anna's, Anna's right. It doesn't mean you can't ever cry again and be sad. It's a sad thing. So be, so be okay with that. Be okay with being open about the whole situation in general. Because it's a part of life. Yeah. And... If you're dealing with this right now, you can absolutely get through it with the help of God and you will find peace again. It's out there. And I know there there are still experiences I haven't experienced, like the death of a love, like a death of a close, like a, what do you call it? Like a, a wife or something. Yeah. Death of a, you know, like a wife or husband or, and if that's you, it's, it's going to be okay. It really is. And don't rush the process. Just go through it. I would just like to close with hope. And uh, the last verse in here <coughs> goes 17. After that, we are we who are still alive and are left will be caught up <coughs> together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Verse 18, therefore, encourage one another with these words. At the end of the day, the Bible is an encouragement. It's an instruction book and it's an encouragement. And there is absolutely hope and there is light at the end of your tunnel. You will be okay and you will get through this. And God will be there every step of the way, even if you even if you don't want him there. He'll be there. He might be quiet because he wants you to invite him. He's never left you. All you gotta do is invite him. So I encourage you to do that today. So with that, Warriors, we're gonna go ahead and end the episode here. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know it was a bit somber. It was a really <laughs> sad episode. Uh, but it's, it's one that needs to be talked about. And I think people in the church talk about it more you know, and, and be there for one another. So thank you so much for watching. I hope you got something out of it. If you did get something out of it, uh, please like, subscribe, please like, subscribe, and share. 
to get all of our content and to never miss an episode. Have a beautiful rest of your day, and we will see you again on, on the, the next, next Worship, Worship Warrior. Warrior.